Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, it's another trip down uh, down social media lane where there are more pitfalls and distractions and general personal disappointments with people we used to hold respect for than one person should ever casually see during a, a stroll like that. But we're here nonetheless. Right. And we think a lot less of the people that we associate with because of their buffoonery online. I'm going to start it off with a, a straight-up submission. These are segment-free, but I think it, it'll be good to set the tone for those who are new to the show. This is socially acceptable. We digest the undercooked chicken that is social media and the free-flowing consciousness of every person with a pulse, which is a dangerous thing to spread across the world because we have our own respective shows. I'm AJ of AJ Pursuits of Greater Good. Flash Jordan Flash. of the Verdict Podcast and Friends 360. Yeah, my Insta handle is AJ Presents the Greater Good, Greater Spelled, G-R, number A-R, good. You can find any of my stuff at House of Splash. Uh, that's on Instagram and Twitter. We were two overworked, underpaid, underappreciated podcasters who were forced to dredge through social media to create content. We almost had to create a form of therapy and share with you some of the more unnerving things we go upon. Some things are good, some things are bad, some make you lose faith in everything around you. But I'm going to start this with a submission from Mr. Nicholas Caddy on Facebook. He's a solid gentleman. I know him personally. It's a meme. It's a picture of Forrest Gump that says, I'm not a smart man, dot, dot, dot. But I know that a friend request from a half-naked lady with no mutual friends is probably fake. Right. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Well, you know what? No. Jordan. No. Jordan. And then we all look at the profile out of morbid curiosity. And there's that one mutual friend like, oh, come on. No, I, I do know what you're referring to. And you are correct. However, I the opposite can be true. That's you did one instance where one of those things was ever real. So, Jordan, what you're telling me is the half naked girl with the blonde hair and the blue eyes whose profile reads, quote, hot and horny. Okay, no, no, no. Those are fake. (laughs) That's fake. That is fake. That is fake. 100%. The ones that are just like flagrant. (laughs) Yeah, that's like where you can type in your debit card number directly into our Facebook page. (laughs) Right. The one like, how, how dumb are some of you people? Well, you know, the notification comes through and it's like so-and-so added you. So I think that people are desperate to have that number go up one, that it's just like, okay, any and everybody can come through. I'll even accept, you know, this robot who, you know, it will soon start tagging me in a whole bunch of shit that's going to be like Chinese bubblegum or something. Discount red bands. Yeah, <laughs> when you get that friend request and you see the name initially, you know, when you've been on this world about after the 25-year mark, Names and faces start running together, so you don't recall things as fast. You're just like, I don't know anyone on earth by the name of this person who just requested me. You open it, and there's, right. a Hispa- and, there, and there's a Hispanic woman spreading her butt cheeks. You're like, oh, well, <laughs> well, I w- I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is probably not on the level. Yeah, I probably don't. I probably don't know you. I probably don't know you. And if I were to accept your friend request. I'm almost sure that some of my information will be sold off to the highest bidder. You can virtually guarantee it at that point. Absolutely. Virtually guarantee it. 
The worst the ones that use the pictures of actual, like, adult film stars, like, come on, if you think I'm creepy and pervy enough to fall for this, at least understand that I'm probably well-versed in the porn game. I know who you that should... is. Yeah, like, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, like, give me a little effort here. Right. A little bit. You, you think I don't know who that is? <laughs> Are you going to insult yeah. my intelligence to, the, yeah. to my face that I wouldn't know a famous porn star when I see one? Yeah, not like we're not talking a mid-carter. We're talking like a headlining, right? Ad. Like superstar in a in a Brazzers ad in in the house of Brazzers. You know, like a, oh, yeah, a, a like, top tier. Like one of those. Like there will not be a sad story about me. I'm rich. Like I, I made it. Right, right. Like we're talking about you know AVN award nominees, and you're using you're trying to catfish me with some of the more <laughs> you know yes. famous faces in porn. Like what's happening? Like R- Mount Rushmore level faces. Right. It's, me. <laughs> yeah. it's me. Surprise! I just, I just moved. It. I just moved to this country. Can you send me sixty dollars on cash? App? <laughs> sure, Danny Daniels. Of right. course I can. Oh, Tiana, you need some help? Absolutely, I got you. Super. I should do that to other people in other countries. I should start catfishing people in like, in like Germany with a profile picture of like Michael Jordan. <laughs> right. Like, need help. AAU basketball team desperately needs jerseys. <laughs> send, send, send 30 grand. Yo, let me hold like, No, no, don't send it conventionally. We should just get a money order, right? Right. And you, you want to wire the money to me. <laughs> right. So, is, is there reverse catfishing that's happening in other cultures? Like, I'm putting the rock as my profile picture, and I'm just catfishing the hell out of, of the lonely old widows in, in, like, the Czech Republic. Hey, I'm willing to yeah. find out. Yes. I'm willing to find out. Is that, oh, I'm sorry. Did that sound ridiculous? That's as ridiculous as trying to catfish men with a major porn superstar. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have any announcements regarding your live episode? Oh, man. Other than it's taking years off of my life and really putting a strain on my mental health. But all playfulness aside, February 23rd, live from Tiber Creek Pub. Follow them on Instagram at Tiber, T-Y-B-E-R, Creek Pub. They are our venue, our sponsor, Charlotte Clothing Apparel, that's C-H-A-R-L-I-T. They're going to be give us the official apparel for the show. We're going to we're going to do some wonderful business out there. And 10% of t-shirt sales do go to Hidden Valley Elementary School, a school in need of some resources, and we're going to help them out. And we're going to continue to do as many things as we can for the community and give back in those fashions. But, yes. February 23rd, Tyler Creek Pub. It'll stream live on Facebook and Instagram. Word, that is dope, 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 man. Especially the giving yes, back part, too. Of course, man, of course. Like, you, your priorities change when you get a little bit older. I wouldn't know about that. You know, I'm still a young man myself. I could just catfish for the money with a profile picture of Michael <laughs> Jordan if you'd, like, if you'd like me to. Now, you got you to gotta use somebody who's kind of obscure, like maybe like a Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But still, that's not even that obscure. Like, what the hell? Well, this man is an, an award-winning actor. But you haven't seen me in a while. So maybe, I, you know, maybe I'm down on my luck and I just really need the 30 grand <laughs> to help these starving artists out here. Like a Brendan Fraser or right. a Pauly Shore. Have you seen that Brendan Fraser show that he's in now? No, something about him creeps me out. Like yes. he makes me like there's something wrong with him. <laughs> and this new role, he's in this uh, DC show, uh, and DC is getting slammed right now because they keep producing a bunch of shitty content. But he's in this like DC show, uh, Doom Patrol, and he plays the character Robot Man, and it just looks like a creepy fucking Brendan Fraser android mishmash. Like it's kind of weird. 
Okay. Okay. I'll uh, I'll go into it with an open mind. Yeah, you, I don't hate Brendan Fraser, but like his resurgence back into Hollywood, he just looks like he's been to hell and back. <laughs> he's he has looked Lucifer in the eyes and come back to tell us about it. Basically, basically, basically like hey, you know, I, I went to a dark place full of cocaine and hookers. And <laughs> like I saw some shit. <laughs> I saw some shit. I seen some shit. Are we gonna drag Jesse Smollett at all about Linus? Oh, you know I stay away from the controversy. Okay, that's okay. your that's your avenue. But I will share my opinion, my fact based opinions. And let's get a few things as clear as crystal. This show is not necessarily current events, not necessarily social media, but so but current events as they flow through our social media. Uh, how people right, right, right. apply their input to them. So let me get that clear. Jesse Smollett, I was with you, man. I give you the benefit of the doubt. Until you announced to the world that you were the gay Tupac. Like, oh! Right. That was like a, a, a what? I guess. Yeah, this isn't one of those I'm insulted because I'm a Tupac fan. No, 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 no. I had my doubts there were some giant holes in the story. To say that might put a title on what you've done to quantify it. That's a tough bill of goods for me to go ahead and invest in. I'm sorry. I, and I know that you don't like... I, I know that you like to stay away from the controversy, right? But... The reason I brought it up was because of comments that I saw on social media. Um, one is he using the Bobby Schmurder slash Takashi Six Nine business plan, according to comments on social media, which are this is all part of his marketing strategy. This is all part of it. He's gonna get these federal racketeering charges. He's gonna be cool for a minute. They come back out like, <laughs> no, this is gonna ruin his life. Right. Well, the comment that 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 caught my attention and I, I didn't screenshot the user like I typically do, but there's this growing sentiment and, and you know, and, and you tell me how we, how you feeling, you know, uh, once I get where I'm going with this, but there's this sentiment that like everything in the world is like a black man's responsibility. Okay. The R Kelly documentaries came out. People were like, Oh, well, women don't feel respected by black men. Boo hoo hoo. And then, okay. Jesse Smollett uh, is an apparent victim of a hate crime. And now it's like, oh, man, black man's phobia of, 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 of homosexuals. They believe in the police now. Like, no, I'm just he, he's lying. He's lying. Like, yeah, he's why, lying. why is everything my fucking responsibility, though? Like, why do I have to be fucking the forefront defender of everybody of, of injustice to every single person? Like, have you not know? Have you noticed that at all? You see, did you see what it did to Hancock? It ruined him. <laughs> ruined him. He went to fucking prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will Smith best portrayed what it would look like if you put the weight of the world right. on a black man's shoulders and held him accountable for every single thing. He went to the bottom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if we if we do not remember Hancock correctly, he went straight to the bottle. <laughs> they gave him the weight of the world, and it just crushed this man. Right. That should tell you what what it means when. You put the weight of the the weight of the humanity on, on on a person's on a person's shoulders, like you know, hey, you got to do it. Like, man, can I live? I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, maybe that shit's all right for Superman, but it was not all right for Hancock. Not at all. Not at he all. He couldn't handle that pressure. Hancock's poor therapist heard some shit. God, she heard some things. Okay, okay. So I didn't want to, um, you know, I, I like to keep things light, so I won't stay there. But I just that was just something that, like, you know, over ever since the R. Kelly thing, it was just like, you know, I keep getting blamed for more and more stuff that I didn't do. I got a couple of doozies for you, though. Are you, uh, 
There was there were so many that I had, I couldn't decide between the top two. Of doozy. For those of you who don't know what a doozy is, a doozy is a little nugget that Jordan comes across on his respective social media timelines that makes him just stop and take in any and all things in his immediate vicinity and the gravity of the stupidity he's been a part of by reading what's been posted. The first doozy. Shout out to Unbother Queen. All right. So I'm just going to read you a couple of excerpts from a uh, Facebook post um, by Unbother Queen. And then uh, we'll go over the whole thing once I'm done. All right. Now, this is just, you know, one of two doozies. I got I got a second one for you. So Unbother Unbother Queen wrote, now you know where I stay. It ain't shit to take it there. On another note, you mentioned something about the hood. Is that why you mad? Because we don't stay in the hood. Oh, well, that's your problem. Then she wrote again, congratulations. Welcome to the HIV club. Bitch, now play with that. 100 emoji, 100 emoji, 100 emoji, 100 emoji, 100 emoji, 100 emoji. Now, I bet you can't get a doctor to say different. And then. What are we talking about right now? Several people comment exactly what you just said. And then they also said, I'm dead. And then Unbothered Queen claps back with a bottle of Isentris. 400 milligram tablets is a picture of that bottle. I guess that's what uh, some uh, HIV or AIDS medication. And then she says, uh, mad for what? Like I said, welcome to the club. What the fuck are we <laughs> even talking about? Right. Welcome to the club. So apparently uh, some other woman was uh, fornicating with Unbothered Queen's husband. And so Uh-oh. she, you know, outed yeah, she outed her on Facebook and was like, hey, I'm just letting you know. Welcome to the club. Damn. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I thought that was like a, I was kind of taken aback when I read that. I was just like, damn, like, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Right. What a way to find oh. out. Oh. Right. Like, what a way to take it there. Here's a bottle of my HIV medication. Welcome to the club. <laughs> oh my God. 400 milligram. Christ. I don't even know. Yeah, if ever we had to define doozy, I think we may have actually put a literal description on doozy. AIDS. <laughs> Good God. AIDS. Wow. Uh, so there was a second when you even entertained after reading well, there was because it was just so funny to me. So, well, oh my God, the second one. Uh, so, AJ, have you ever partaken in Uber Eats? I actually am opposed to it in every possible way, but I understand the concept. You understand the concept, okay? Okay. Yes. So, um, you know, I it, to me, you know, I'm not. I haven't reached a, a point of that laziness just yet or a point of that unpreparedness like if i'm gonna be late for someplace i'm gonna make sure i got some food too because i mean yeah. you know food is always you know taken care of that's like gas for your car like okay what am i gonna eat as well like i need to know like do i need to bring something from home so you know i, I don't really use a lot of uber eats so but i'm gonna assume that vanessa harrell i'm pretty sure that she does use uber eats you know, consistently enough that she felt comfortable ordering it um, within the last two weeks. And I want to read you, uh, this was a tweet that she posted uh, along with some pictures. I ordered hashtag Uber Eats 
from the same restaurant that I've ordered from before. And this time, the new delivery driver ate my food. What? Never again. I called the restaurant and texted them this picture. The lady at the restaurant that made my food said, the driver ate all of your meat and some of your yams too. My trust is gone forever. Twathonica, you should be ashamed of yourself. I would have given you the entire order if you told me you were hungry. Don't do this to people. Hashtag April's Place. April's Place is the, is the name of the venue. Twanica, okay. Twanica, that's the name of the Uber Eats driver. <laughs> and Vanessa oh, Harrell. Really? Is it really her name? <laughs> that's what her Uber Eats profile says her name is. And then it has the nerve. Who <laughs> has the nerve to offer feedback? How was Twanica's delivery? Your feedback helps, impo- helps improve the delivery experience. I was blown away by that, too. Twanica, why? Twanica. 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 Say it ain't so, Twanica. No, it's so. The woman at the restaurant at April's Place already said, Twanica ate all your meat. She ate all the meat and some of your yams and didn't think you was going to notice. <laughs> what? I, this is a lot to take in. Twanica didn't think you was going to notice. Your two doozies did not disappoint on any level. <laughs> I ate the food. I that's one of those like I can't even. I, there's no defense. I have nothing. I don't know what to say to that. And the fact that the manager knew. The manager was like, "Nah, nah, dog. She, she I put a whole bunch of meat in there, and she ate it all." Like what was Twan- oh. I want to I want to I want to follow up story so bad. Like I'm tempted to reach out to April's place and be like, "Yo, can we get the update on Twanica? Like did she did y'all fire her or did you get what's going on?" Nothing happened. We just gave her strict instruction going forward to not eat the customer's <laughs> food. We gave her a slap on the wrist and reminded her it's against company policy to eat the customer's food. 100% if we gave her a very if you eat the customer's food again we'll fire your ass type of discussion that is crazy and that's if they love you they better love you at this restaurant to fire well uh, that was crazy to me I just couldn't believe you know what what type of acts are going on social media and you know these things this is just the tip of the iceberg that's st- standard Twanica move if I know if it's the Twanica I know this isn't shocking at all you know a person named Twanica? No, not at all. But <laughs> I, I feel like if I did, she, she sounds like the type of woman who'd be eating people's food during deliveries. Right. Right on. Right on. So, yeah, that was, that was my, you know, double-fisted doozy for you. What else you got? Uh, I do have to take up note with uh, the recent giveaways. Now, sadly, Kevin Hart, air quotations, Kevin Hart has now joined the celebrity giveaway train. I didn't even take the time. It started with this is not a fraud, which means this is a fraud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't take the time to see what Kevin was even gifting away. I saw it was clearly a fake celebrity giveaway. And I saw the p- people I knew from my hometown actually bought into this. 
Kevin Hart has joined. Like I said, Kevin Hart's part of the fake celebrity giveaway train. Kevin's Hart spelled K-E-E-V-I-N. Uh, Kevin. Hart, H-A-R-T-T-S. <laughs> Kevin Hart's. What would possess you to even entertain the idea this might be real? Just based on the fact that the profile is... But don't worry, it didn't stop Lee Kane of my hometown writing. That's what's up, Kev. Give him back to the community. So I love you, man. He didn't really write that. Yes, he did. On a fake Kevin Hart page? Yes. Just really thanking Kevin Hart. Why? For giving back to the community. Do you not ever read the comments on those like Disney giveaways? Like There are people saying some dark and scary things like, our prayers have been answered. I've always said I want to take the kids to Disney after Mama died last year. We got her last Social Security check, and they were going to take our trailer, but now we're going to Disney. And I can finally give these kids what I've prayed for so many late nights. That is like, disgusting. People, people pouring their hearts out on these comments. That's disgusting. I have been in the comment section of uh, the Border Patrol, and man, that's a <laughs> that's a hilarious place to hang out. <laughs> is that really a thing? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Like the Border Patrol has their own Instagram. I, I can send, oh. yeah, I can send it to you. But yeah, there's an Instagram page for an agency of Border Patrol, and you know, and they post, uh, you know, their agents hard at work, and um, I, the comments must be an abomination. At first, you know, I saw a whole bunch of like filtered comments and it was like, you know, hey, you and your team, you and your team did a great job today and stuff like that. And I'm just like, that can't be, you know, like it kind of turned me off. I was like, man, what are these people are so delusional? But something drove me back. Something was like, no, that can't be the truth. I need to see more and see how people really feel. And once I did that, no, I was I saw how people really felt about Border Patrol and what people wanted, how they want those agents named and outed. And arrested, and it, oh. it, it got wild. It, get, it gets wild in the comment section there, man. Like just, I'm whole... gonna make it a personal note to go to the Border Patrol's Instagram. I I'm gonna go there with lowered moral expectations <laughs> hey. and be prepared to see some horrendous things. Oh, be prepared to have those expectations met. <laughs> oh my god! Possibly exceeded. <laughs> That's not what I'm rooting for. Exceeded. <laughs> exceeded. <laughs> Man. That is horrifying to yeah. think about. They were, they were, yeah, they were, they, yeah, they down there slinging them, man. Just crazy. Oh. It's crazy to back and forth. I, I, that's one of those. As soon as I, as soon as I commit myself to reading the comments under it, I'm like, I'm giving. This is like a five Mississippi cap before I see something, you know, five star level racist. Right. Oh yes, for sure. <laughs> Let for me sure. just emotionally prepare myself. Like they will be pulling no punches on here, Jack. Nah, none, none. But I mean, you know, both sides is taking it and they're giving it right back. So I mean, it, it's, it's just it's just a you know you know a, a pig pen of ignorance and hate and just you know a cycle of that down there. So if you if you want to get riled up, that's definitely the place to do it. Oh, well, speaking of getting riled up, as you know, I take a lot of joy in self roastings when sports teams have truly fallen flat. And their fans are there to wallow in the misery and almost amuse themselves with it. Or people just have breakdowns. With the Super Bowl just ending and the NBA picking up, I have two. Both of the New York Knicks variety. So one thing I find amusing, it's the pain of the New York Knicks. They say that the pro athletes, pro organizations aren't charitable. The New York Knicks make five African American men wildly wealthy and ask nothing in return at the end of the draft every single year. O-W-O underscore S-O-R-O writes, 
prayer hands, give us this L, our daily bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a man who's truly accepted what the New York Knicks are and will forever be. Once upon a time, I was a Knicks fan. I jumped that ship so quick. But Alan Houston left. I left. I dro- I, jo- I ran out of there. I was on, I was a Knicks fan for like three years, and then I was like, you know what? When when the Knicks went Linsane, I I, I, went, I went Linsane right along with him. And I oh no! And I hung around, and I did you know whatever whatever. But I was just like you know at one point I was like you know what hey even I know when it's time to get off of a burn you know of a sinking ship like. God. That was like 10 years ago. That was like 13 years ago. Uh, the next one is more poignant, to the point, no frills, as dry as it gets. These are both Instagram on the New York Knicks uh, official page. Matt Polchinski writes, M-A-T-T underscore P-A-L-C-Z-E-W-S-K-I, quote, <clears throat> 16 straight losses, can't wait. This one's not nearly as clever, but I just love how truly broken he was in his in simplistic in his statement. How do you lose sixteen times in a row? <laughs> this well, step one, it says it on the front of the jerseys. It's just that simple. Not only are we gonna lose a lot, we're gonna have a lot of overpaid players doing it, baby. We we're can gonna do it we... in style. You remember that song from uh, Angels in the Outfield? <laughs> no, I don't remember the score from Angels in the what? Outfield. What? When it, well, it wasn't a song from the from the soundtrack. It was a song from within the movie. At one point, was it Tony Danza? Was Tony Danza in Angels in the Outfield? I, th- I think Steelo Brim was in Angels in okay. the Outfield. Okay, him. So he's singing along, and he's like, you know, we can't win, that would be a sin. And we even lose the games before they begin. Bummer, no matter who we play, we give the game away. Cause we can't win, that would be a sin. We even lose the games before they Save it, Maple! You don't remember that? Jesus. <laughs> I can see the New York Knicks just doing like a shucking job on the court. Right, right. That's where, it <laughs> takes, that's where the New York Knicks, you know, last 15 professional seasons have taken me. Oh, Porzingis. God rest his soul. I use the term God rest their soul whenever someone I work with leaves for another job or someone leaves my life. Like, you know what? Pazingas was a good man, God rest his soul. Is he dead? No. No, but our hopes are now that he's gone. So. <laughs> well, actually, the hopes are even better. Like, they, the New York Knicks are in the best position that they've been in in a long time. They got rid of a lot of contracts. They got a lot of money. They got a lot of space. And they got... uh. I want to say that they're going to have some, um, like, maybe two picks in the, in the first round. Uh, Zion is, uh, uh, this is the Zion sweepstakes. Oh, right. Yeah, that guy from Duke. Isn't he from Duke? Yes. Okay, right. Yes. So, and, you know, him. And then plus, you know, there's talk that Kevin Durant wants to go there. There's talks that uh, Kyrie Irving wants to go there. Um, so the Knicks have, you know, positioned themselves. If they – if they resist the urge to do what they normally do and be themselves and be themselves, then they could then disguise the limit, but they have to, you know, not waste their picks on people from, you know, let's get some people from like America. (laughs) Get some people from America. And listen, Porzingis is nice. 
He's nice. Yes. He's very nice. But the Knicks, you've tried it. You have tried to get you a Latavian, a Norwegian, an Albanian, a whomever in. Like, nah, just get you some homegrown guys that you know can play basketball. That's what they should do. What they're going to do is trade, the fir- trade their first three picks right. for Trevor Ariza. Right, exactly. And give him a max. Oh, God. And give him a max. 19 years for $22 billion. Trevor Ariza with a max deal. <laughs> right. Oh, that'll definitely happen. That's the Knicks thing to do. Yes, somehow in this in this hailstorm, someone's gonna get more money than they could ever deserve in their wildest dreams. Right, right, yeah. A lot, uh, at least two to three athletes are gonna get far more money than they deserve. Yeah, yeah so they won't play hard for the rest of their NBA careers because they've made it. <laughs> this is taking them to an entirely new level. But as far as self roasting in Jordan, that's actually all I've got. I shared my Forrest Gump meme. Kevin Hart's poorly spelled uh, Facebook account is, in fact, not giving away money. Lee Kane. <laughs> I'll bet. And the New York Knicks fan page is truly a a, a uh, yard of broken souls. Lost souls haunting that stadium every day. Well, yeah, that's, a, that's about right. Especially ever since they uh, skipped over Steph Curry. To pick uh, whoever they picked that random year, who's probably not even playing anymore right now. But see, I don't jump on teams when they do that. You, how are you gonna know Steph Curry was gonna be Steph Curry? He's been, You're not gonna. He was, obviously, if they knew that, they would have picked him. Well, you got you had your facts wrong. We, I mean, what it just led this team to the championship? I mean, what? Hey. what? I'm as on his bandwagon as one man could possibly be. But, like, I am GM, what, was it 2009 or something when Curry came out? Eight? Yeah, I think it was, like, it was, it might have been ten. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was, like, nine or ten. Yeah, but if you're the GM of the New York Knicks, like, undersized shooting guard from Davidson, from Davidson College, huh? Sign us up. Let's build a franchise around this kid. I want you to write that on a piece of paper and read it, and tell me that doesn't seem totally ridiculous on paper. Okay, so when you got a th- when you got a thousand dreadlocks, you know what I'm saying, like uh, with elaborate haircuts and this tatted up shooting guards from Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, where you know exactly what you're getting. I virtually guarantee who they picked over Curry was the prototypical. I played at Oak Hill, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. They probably picked somebody from another country. They probably picked, you know, that that was probably the 14th time of them picking somebody from Canada or from Canada. You know, Lithuania or just, you know, some guy and, you know, placing their hopes on, uh, I don't know. I don't know what, so. Other this has th- been NBA chat with Jordan AJ. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, that was a deep dive into some uh, NBA politics. But um, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I mean, I had a, I had a couple more, you know, dregs of society pop up on my timeline, um, but nothing that I felt like you know was best in uh, the HIV revelation. Or no, no, we're not going to top that ever. Yes. That may truly be the ultimate. Yeah, we. I mean, I'm not going to say I apologize, but the show is late. We got a lot of our plates, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you, I will bring up this point, and I hear this when I see pseudo-celebrities get asked this question. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And they always say, oh, I would, but the, it's just oversaturated right now. It's oversaturated, which is partially true, but kind of chaps my ass a bit. 
it is oversaturated with podcasts as a whole. But much like burger joints, um, you know when you stumble upon something great. And I work way too hard to put on a product that I know people like to be considered part of the saturation. As far as the saturation of good products, there are few and far between, folks. I, if I round it up, I'd like to consider myself that. i got a lot of work to do. Never think that. If you're interested in starting a podcast and you listen to this, sit down, get your idea, make it unique to the other ideas, and go for it. Yeah. Do not let these people drag. A medium is only what they make of it. They're, I cannot imagine how much different pornography is uploaded under the exactly. internet. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And those number and that traffic will never wane for a moment. So how are podcasts oversaturated? Right, 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 right. I mean, if you think about it, your favorite podcast, if you have... 10 favorite podcasts and they're all and you listen to them you know they're, they're, they're going to be between 30 minutes and an hour some of them might be a little bit longer but at the end of the day you're done with that stuff all of that stuff is, is, is i mean people are listening to podcasts more and more and more and more and more and more and more to the point where it's like okay i need just as many podcasts as i need television shows that i watch because i'm in the car so much i'm at work so much like this is entertaining me while i'm places i can't get other forms of entertainment so you know they're still making movies every year they don't stop doing yeah. that i mean they got a whole bunch of fucking movies out so yeah. and a lot of yeah. marketing a lot of marketing dollars is going towards podcasting because so many people are listening so it's definitely um you know it's a great time to get involved because there's still a lot of kinks to iron out i think that it'll get bigger than what it is now and there'll be more ways to make money but you know um you know, I love I love podcasting for you know you know for different reasons, but uh, people should definitely do it if that's something you want to do. But it's not as easy as it looks, and no. you're, you're probably not as entertaining as you think. So you need to have some type of a uh, hook. You know, a lot of get, humble pie. You yeah. eat a lot of humble pie. Right? Yeah. You need you need some sort of a hook to get people listening. So it's um, easy to start a podcast show. It's hard to maintain a good podcast show. Very yeah. hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. I mean, nobody's getting paid, you know, an exuberant amount of money yet. So sometimes you just got to swallow it and keep it moving. Yeah, so, man, definitely. I can't wait for that live show, though, dog. I'm definitely going to be in the building. Oh, best of, uh, trust and believe I'll be in Raleighwood in April. Don't you worry. Oh, the, time, the time has been requested off. Thanks. I will be there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't wait. You know, uh, yeah, I'm doing a live show as well, April 3rd, a sight to see at King's in Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, I got a lineup. I got some other people. It's more of a variety show, but it will feature a live episode of uh, of the Verdict Podcast. Uh, we're giving away tickets to Dreamville Fest. Uh, there's going to be food there, Johnny's Pizza. There's a photo booth there. There's a special performance by a whole bunch of people from Raleigh. 3 a.m., uh, A-Twins, Mike Mello, Kingpin Santiago, and, and, and some others as well. So it, it, it's just going to be a fun night. And it's just going to be some different people on stage doing some different things. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be dope. Cool. Casual Royce better be so fucking casual when I meet him. <laughs> I want this motherfucker to do- I want him to doze off mid-conversation. He's so fucking casual. Oh, man. I can't wait. To- I can't wait for you to meet him, actually. Um, I definitely can't wait for you to meet him. No, I need to be, you know, hopefully I can wrangle them both there because, you know, they lo- they love to, to, for something to come up. But no, I need and Casual Roy should be there. <laughs> Good. I-, I look forward to meeting the uh, 
I, the ver, the verdict clan. You've met all of my people. They're not nearly as eventful as yours. But we make it happen. <laughs> word, word, word. Um, I bet, man. So yeah, I'm good. All right, dope. If you're a fan of this episode, please make sure to like, subscribe, uh, socially acceptable on iTunes, Spreaker, and wherever you like to listen to your podcast. Absolutely. Uh, also on Instagram at socially acceptable S M D A. Shake my damn head.